0: A new ABC poll just came out, Washington Post ABC poll. The NBC Wall Street Journal poll came out earlier today. Uh, and Too that, many polls. Yeah, Need to polls. take a poll on how many polls you want. But all Which p- polls? All of them. Okay. All your national polls have the same result in the last several days. That's Bernie in first place nationally by a lot. Yeah, good. And this new ABC poll, Bernie's at 31, then Bloomberg in second at 19. All bought because none of it earned like on a debate stage or doing interviews. He's not done interviews with anybody. Right. Um, so it's all just getting the his version of the story out in an ad. I will point out, uh, resting
1: on reasoning that was flawed during the Trump run, that Bloomberg plus Biden is 34%. Already that's ahead of Bernie. Yeah. You don't even have to add in Liz Warren or Amy or, or, or little Pete there. Who's at 8%
0: nationally? Oh, that's funny. Uh, Is Rush Limbaugh right? We'll talk about that later. Oh, about the... Is uh, America ready to watch a guy kissing a guy on stage? I don't know. I've already seen it. Shocking. Doesn't have any effect on me, but I don't know about the rest of the country.
1: Uh, Yeah, you know what? I tell you, as we've said many times, you could check 11 different boxes of whatever. If the policy is right... If the, if the philosophy of governance is right, what do I care? I mean, if the guy's like an axe murderer or a rapist or something, then no. But putting you down, Joe, is anti-axe murderer. Right, yeah. right, which was not apparently one of the... Well, I may have been one of the causes of death in London in 1632. I'm still looking. I'm fascinated by this list. Uh, one of the topics, one of the causes of death we mentioned yesterday was overlaid. Which Sean claims is an impossibility. Or sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Arnold there. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if you have to go one way. Yeah, exactly. Here's 38 people who died of purples. What? And spotted fever. So purples must be the description of some sort of terrible disease. Wow. As is Quincy or my favorite, 98 people died of rising of the lights.
0: Wow, what was that?
1: I don't know what that is. Like, such a brutal hangover that when the sun came up, it killed you? There have been times I've felt that. Huh. I've worn sunglasses in my own kitchen. I'm uh, not proud of it.
0: <laughs> uh, the condition... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, oh, how about this I've one? i worn, worn sunglasses in my own kitchen.
2: <laughs> this is... So it seemed to be a description of various respiratory illnesses. <laughs> asthma, pneumonia, oh.
1: emphysema. That's rising of the lights? Yeah. I'll be damned! I wonder why it's called that. This is a single cause of death, London, sixteen thirty-two: scurvy and itch. You wow! Dying. You have Didn't to die I of itch. the itch. Yeah, suddenly is the list of a cause of death. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a description. Maybe that's just you don't know what a surfeit, swine pox, teeth. Four hundred and seventy people died
0: of teeth. Wow! So that's just you, they all got kinds... chewed up. <laughs> a tooth infection no is it's uh, just your whole head is infected dental and... abscess oh, if you've rough. ever
1: had an a, an abscess I of have a not. tooth or whatever the pain is horrific that'd be a heck of a way to go i saw a commenter on the interweb say why do they call it a tooth ache it's excruciating it ought to be a tooth torture
2: yes positive shot uh, rising to the lights apparently lights in this case referred to the lungs uh, I don't know why it did
1: that, but that's what. Uh, uh, who am I to question? Yeah. A 1632 Londoner. Uh, so 470 people died of teeth. There's thrush and sore mouth. Timpani. So people were beaten to death by kettle drum uh, players, <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't know. Doom, 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 One more beat of that drum is going to kill me. Boom. Tisic? Vomiting. Hey, you had that yeah, today. And I one still guy, might again. One guy died of vomiting. Um, maybe I shouldn't even bring it up. And finally, 27 people died of worms. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, boy. No. That's oh, not, that's, that's not boy. Yeah. I understand we human beings are a complete biome. There are millions of creatures that live inside us. Science has come to terms with that lately. It's a little weird. You're not an individual. You're a rainforest. Um, On the other hand, I accept that, and I find it actually just incredibly interesting. But I don't think any of those animals should be anywhere near as big as me that live inside me. Dying. That's, I got to be the biggest by far. Dying of worms. That's that's my... Oh, only wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bernie. Ernie. Bernie. What's his name? Rudy. Rudy. That's right. There's too many crackpot old men in, in American politics. I can't keep them straight. Ernie. Ernie. Joe. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. you don't know what you're talking about, idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not the first to say that. Mm. All right. So uh, let's see. Where do we go? There are a couple of big stories involving beautiful Oregon, including a huge bunch of Oregonians wants to uh, secede to Idaho and become part of
0: Idaho. So it's similar of the northern California, southern Oregon State of Jefferson idea. Yeah, there are a couple of them. There's also a new
1: California movement that is actually on pretty solid legal footing. None of that stuff will will ever happen. I mean, keep trying. God bless you. I'm with you. But there's way too much power and money at stake, and you'll, you'll have a hell of a time prying it out of the hands of those who hold it now. But a group of residents in southwestern Oregon created a petition to move Idaho's border west to include a significant part of their state. It's part of the Greater Idaho Project which would allow some Oregon counties to join a state that more closely aligned with their political preferences. Well, listen, I've spent plenty of quality time in eastern Oregon. Central and eastern Oregon is some of my favorite America. Couldn't love it more. But, yes, a lot of it is politically as different from Portland as it could possibly be. Right. Of course, Portland is to the left of Moscow in 1961. I'm against this move just because it makes the state of Idaho a ridiculous shape. It's already an odd shape. Well, it is a complicated and multi-step process that would require local ballot measures and state and federal approval, and that's where you run into trouble. The group hopes to eventually consume all but 14 of Oregon's 36 counties. I I will tell you this. As a resident of Cal Unicornia, there have been commentators, learned esteemed commentators right left and center who say the state's ungovernable it's a mess it's an unforgivable mess and there have been a number of really solid plans for dividing it up into more manageable districts or 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 like your eastern and western just divide it down the middle and and the western two-thirds of the state would be fairly moderate conservative and reasonable low taxes low regulations the rest of it it's mostly rural and farming and if the if the coastal elites, the coastal utopians, want to build some sort of Marxist, uh, you know, <laughs> Soviet Union with a view, well, then they could get to. <laughs> but nobody's nobody's going to allow that to happen again. There's too much power and money at stake. To which I say, boo, boo. But
0: nobody um, cares. There's
1: a bit. Of I'd a- rather die a teeth than continue on <laughs> in this awful, awful dye situation. Of teeth.
0: Uh, There's a bit of a movement toward boycotting the 2022 Olympics. By whom? Uh, Us. Really? Challenging China. Oh, is it in China? It must be. I don't have the slightest idea. It must be, actually. I'm just just not as... uh,
1: The Olympics have been a little tarnished. In
0: my heart, uh, Beijing. The years. Beijing, yeah, exactly. Beijing is hosting the Olympics in 2022. It's
2: becoming harder and harder for transparent, democratic governments to host the Olympics because it's it's
1: a cash grab sort of thing. Yes, and it's probably a bad idea, yeah. fiscally speaking. Yep. I I just M- hope the millions millions of Chinese minorities that are being held in concentration camps will be allowed to attend the games. Well,
0: right. So when was the last time the Olympics were in China? It was Beijing. Also, remember that was one of the. Could somebody look that oh, up? Oh, they had the weird boxes in the opening they, ceremony they and the incredibly had, well-choreographed yeah, you know, thing, m- dance. Many people believe or have reviewed that, that opening ceremonies is the most amazing th- ever and possibly could be. And that was at the height of maybe the end of... Uh the world thinking China's gonna be just like the rest of us, and listen this fantastic, and look at all those people and everything like They've that they' have opened to the world when we were all still completely in the dark or or just willfully ignorant willfully naive about what China really was. You can't go to Beijing now. The United States and all all these Western countries can't show up in Beijing and and treat it like a real country now, can we? No. No way. Uh, 2014,
2: I believe, is when it was.
0: Was that recently? It's six years ago.
2: No, so it was 2008 was the last time it was in Beijing. 2014, it was in Nanjing. That may have been a Winter Olympics thing. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of Beijing. So, So 2008, so a dozen years ago, we were still feeling like, you know, China's, uh, they're, they're just uh, the communist light, they call themselves that. But that's not really what they're going to be, just like us.
1: Well, and there was there was a little more reason for hope then, because of the regime at the time. But, yeah, that's been squashed.
0: It's now scarier than the Soviet Union. Yeah. In terms of that, they have more expansionist ideas and got the money to actually pull it off. You can't show up for that Olympics. I'm on board with the boycotting.
1: And, and praising that opening ceremony? It's a lot like praising the, the cotton-picking skills of slaves. I mean, okay, I grant you, they're really good at it. They're efficient because they're afraid of getting beat or killed.
0: Yeah. Well, same, same motivation. And it would, it would be similar to, uh, marveling at how great a plantation owner's home is. Yeah, you got a yeah. really nice home because you have slave labor. Right. <laughs> it right. it makes you a lot of money and it keeps your costs down. How do you like that, Thomas Friedman, you Chinese fanboy? Huh? Uh, so maybe more on that later. And also, it looks like it might be back on the Justin Bieber Tom Cruise fight. Oh wow! You remember <laughs> that had bubbled up and then it went away. It Looks like it might be back. So. Definitely the flyweight opening bout, but so, I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch those little sprites beating the hell out of each other, and among other things. I, oh, be- yeah. I believe we went fairly deep in the coverage of who we thought would win. But uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise, it would seem, would be a tougher guy, maybe, but uh, much older. Oh my god! You got gosh, a six-year-old yeah. against a twenty-nine-year-old, and, and J.B.
1: He's, he's a strong man. He's a fit young lad. So. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see that fight. That would be gruesome. That would be like, you know, when Fox had the celebrity boxing. Somebody's going to get their pretty face messed up. Sounds like a great idea. Ends up being really troubling. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be. I'm already troubled. Armstrong and Getty Show. you think I'm not in good health, come on out with me on the campaign trail, and I'll let you introduce me to the three or four rallies a day that we do. How's that? But just to be clear, you don't plan to release any more records? I don't. I don't think we will, no.
0: So, Bernie refusing to release any more medical records. Huh. <laughs> and uh, this is where we are now. Okay, so Bloomberg's campaign manager yesterday tweeted out, we've got oppo research on Bernie that is a basically would fill a building, and a lot of it's disqualifying. Okay. Which is a heck of a thing for the campaign manager to say. Yeah. Not just like some surrogate to the side. It's Trumpy. Uh, very Trumpy. Yeah. And... Bernie just shot back at Bloomberg that Bloomberg has had multiple heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh God! Wow, Bernie Sanders, on a uh, campaign national press secretary, amounted uh, a defense of Bernie's decision not to release any medical records by saying that Michael Bloomberg has had multiple heart attacks in the past.
1: More than me, twenty-seven heart attacks. <laughs> This is
0: where we are. Yeah, this is where we are. Ancient guys lobbing heart attacks smack at each other. Oh, and just just saying whatever now. I mean, you could just say you can just say whatever the heck. Yeah, doesn't matter.
1: Let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's, do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Well, let's fight behind the barn. You're a gonna... bunch of old bastards trying to out-tough-guy each other. <laughs> this, is, this is
0: a very strange time we're living in. Bernie is right, though. There are very few people listening right now that could keep up the schedule running for president. I don't know how they do it. I have no idea. You've got to be driven by something that I don't understand. Yes. Yeah.
1: And have a particular constitution. Yeah.
0: You're just good at it. Um, yeah,
1: so I- I'm telling you, the more I read, the more I look into it, if- multiple heart attacks.
0: Is that I- true? Do you have any idea no. if that's true? No, there's no, there's no, no, they didn't offer any proof. And nobody's ever heard that before. Although, well, you- if it
1: was CNN, they'd say, and if it was Trump, he, he suggested he accused without evidence. That Bloomberg, and right. of course, Fact if it's check. on your side, you never say without evidence. You just say what was said.
0: But if you're a big time billionaire and you got no, it doesn't help you any for people to know you've had a heart attack. You could keep that secret, I'm sure. Private doctors.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. I, I You'd think, you know, the word would get out at the hospital. Hey, you know who's up in the uh, ICU? Old man Bloomberg. That's right. The guy from
0: TV, the old mayor. I like this text, not to continue this damned topic, but <laughs> Bloomberg has spent. Twice as much running for president so far than Mitt Romney is worth, and he got eliminated for being too rich. Yeah. I mean, that was the knock on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And jivey. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What was I going to say? It seems to me I had a final uh, thought on this topic. Heart attacks, old guys. Eh, Never mind. It'll be going on long enough. Uh, uh, Oh, ah. uh, Now I remember. Trump is going to hammer Bloomberg on China. Bloomberg's record of cozying up to the Chinese uh, totalitarians is disgusting. Now, I get it if you're doing business there. Who among us wouldn't see that market of 1.4 billion humans and think, oh, my gosh, give me a piece of that? Um,
0: I don't know. I, I get I get that just in general. I'm selling shoes or whatever, but I'm a news organization and you're telling me I can't report honestly about the bad things you do. I couldn't go there for profit. Right. And that's right. what Bloomberg has done.
1: Yeah. You know, if I was going to be really charitable, I'd say, look, there was a period a number of years ago. We we're just talking about it in terms of the Olympics where the the thinking, the enlightened man's or woman's thinking was that uh, China is emerging, it's uh, liberalizing, it's uh, joining economically and soon politically and socially, it's modernizing, this is all very good. If you got in then, and you established your company and you're building the business, well, then you got thousands and thousands of people who make their living doing business with China, and it's easier to say than do it, as soon as it became clear that Xi was was rotten, and not liberalizing, in fact, the opposite. To just pull the plug on principle and put those thousands of people out of work, that's a tougher thing than, you know, I'm just trying to be uh, fair here. On the other hand, there's this article in The Intercept that this gal wrote. Her husband was a reporter for Bloomberg, and uh, a Chinese, I believe, of Chinese uh, ethnicity, and he was reporting on... Uh, the, the the
0: Chinese sins of various sorts. I, 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 based on what you just said, Bloomberg made those comments about Xi not being a dictator pretty recently. True. And we know exactly what he is. He's an evil dictator. Yes. You're right.
1: And he, he said that this year. You're right. Uh, so anyway, her husband's reporting on the Xi family's wealth, and um, they were getting all sorts of credible death threats. And this was right around when a journalist was killed by a Chinese oligarch's wife. And, and, and she says uh, they kind of turned to Bloomberg for help. And he, uh, he tried to silence them and harassed them all the way to Hong wow. Kong in their new home and put the pressure on and told them, you come co- correct and cooperate with the Chinese. It's kind of chilling.
0: Mega, we'll get to the latest Twitter battle between Trump and Bloomberg. That uh, that's going to get old fast if it continues for nine months. Uh, but uh, surely we can all agree to take you know July
1: and August off. God, you'd hope. Uh, no, well, we can of... certainly take it off. Paying attention, we'll
0: be right in the heat of the conventions at that point. Um, burger King has a new burger out. I want to tell you about kind of an interesting idea. Is it? Yeah, going a completely different direction. All right, I'm very skeptical. Skeptical what? That it's interesting?
1: Stunt foods? I don't
0: think this is a stunt. I think this is a, we got to figure out a way to get market share. Okay. Um, But that in a second. First, the problem, it's not a problem to me, it's a problem for some people, of hostile architecture. Hostile architecture, a term I had not heard before. I already
1: like it. (laughs) it, it, That's
0: funny, isn't it? My immediate response, not even knowing what it was, was sounds good. (laughs) I guess I just like the word hostile.
1: Yes, hostile poetry. Roses are red. I hate you.
0: It's been around in some forms for a long time in the like spikes on the top ledges of buildings. So pigeons can't sit up there. Yes, I've employed that myself. Well, the uh, vermin of today, I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. I'll get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm, the uh, species that uh, folks are hoping to move away from certain there places... ...are the homeless. Are homo sapiens.
0: Drug addicts. Yeah, junkies and, uh, and bums. Yeah, h- Hanging out and pooping in their doorways so you can't make a living.
1: Because the hardworking family that lost their lease and is trying to get back to normalcy, is not pooping in the streets, they're not aggressive
0: panhandlers, they're not shooting up in the parks. We're talking about bums and junkies. And um, this article had a picture, It was, was pretty clever, so they had these, like, sp- they're, they're not sharp spikes, but they're little protr- protruding poles, not okay. very big around, dowels. That'd be a good way to put it. Dowels coming up out of the ground. So you can't lay down in front of this shop so their storefront window is is you can still walk by and look in and see the stuff they got for sale instead and you of- don't see some Poopy bum. Instead, so you got a homeless person laying there. So they put these little dowels sticking up out of the ground. Now they painted a rainbow flag over the area, so it's kind of obscured. And you think, oh, look, they're so uh, forward-thinking and progressive. They're all about the game, right. whatever. Right. And uh, but no, there's spikes coming out of that rainbow. Nice. <laughs> to keep the homeless people from laying there. That's some good strategizing, there, shop owner. Yeah, and some people think this is perfectly fine. And of course fixed. it is. I own the business. I should be able to do whatever the hell I want. Man, you got a lot of towns doing this sort of thing. I've been reading up on that. I hadn't heard of some of these. Now you mentioned. Yesterday, I didn't realize that they now have those arm rests every so many feet on benches. I thought that was just to make it more comfortable, but so you can't lay down on the bench. Correct. Well, I guess in a lot of cities now, it's popular to have benches at such an angle angle, that you can kind of lean against it and rest. Yeah, kind of half sit, but you can't like really just sit there, and you certainly can't lay down. Mm Hmm. Um, yeah, is that hostile architecture? Because people who have been working hard need a place to rest, and how are they supposed to go look for a job when they're <laughs> have been able to sit down for a while? right?
1: How about the uh, the homeowners putting the boulders up in that neighborhood in San Francisco? Remember right. when we talked to that fake activist who hadn't
0: even been there? That's uh, homeowners taking it into their own hands. I guess that's hostile architecture. Some of it is pegs on handrails and uh, and and the things they put on the corners of uh, like cement. I don't know what the, the artwork or whatever it is. If we got a flower thing that's made out of cement and they put something on the corner so the skateboarders can't hop up on there and grind ride. along
1: or or a, a guy in San Francisco can't hop up on there and poo like that popular video of last week. Hostile architecture. I like this idea. You know, we would like our new home when I open the front door. I would like it to hit me in the face. <laughs> I would like the fireplace to regularly belch out filth and burning embers.
0: There's even audio versions of what seems a lot like hostile architecture in downtown Oakland. A newsstand blasts music 24-7 from speakers outside, just with the idea that nobody could sleep real close by. Mm. That's a pretty good one. That's annoying. It, it would, That's become be, necessary. It wouldn't be so annoying that I couldn't walk up and buy a newspaper but I wouldn't be able to lay down on the street right next to it and sleep, probably. So what are uh,
1: municipalities going to do? A number of West Coast cities have struggled with their most beautiful public spaces that the public has paid millions of dollars to build, maintain, develop riverfronts, uh, walking and biking trails, that sort of thing, are just clogged with junkies and bums and the rest of it. Are you going to plant rose bushes or that raspberry cane or something? Next to all of the... So it's just so painful to try to get your way through. What are you going to do? Well, you could enforce the law. You could not grant licenses for lawlessness because, well, they're unfortunate, so they get to break the law. How about you enforce the law even-handedly? Huh? There's a radical idea for you. Oh, man. It it, it takes a lot of really twisted thinking to get to the point that we are, but uh, yeah, here how we do, are.
0: How do you explain it in a, a big-picture sense, in that... It it the, the country is more welcoming to uh to 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 try to make a go of it now than it ever has been in terms of the number of immigrants and that sort of thing. No, just air. to survive as a human in the United States. Oh yeah, it's better now than it ever has been. Yeah,
1: way 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 easier. But
0: we didn't need to have hostile architecture thirty years ago in yeah. all our cities.
1: Well, it's this ridiculous and misguided thinking that the, the compassion piled on compassion piled on compassion will get you a, a fine and livable civilization. It won't. You have to have order. You know, what, where was I? Oh, I just read something absolutely brilliant on this. I think it may be from that essay I quoted a little bit uh, earlier. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's an absolutely terrific essay, which, uh, comes from Gerfried Ambrose. Uh, who is a, a a radical and and you know I want to talk about this more later, but this is such a perfect fit. This uh, the attitude often goes in hand hand in hand with what uh, the writer Scruton calls the "born free" fallacy, the view that the laws and institutions of modern civilized society reduce human freedom. In fact, as the cognitive psychologist Steven Pinker expertly demonstrates in his book, The Better Angels of Our Nature, Why Violence Has Declined, these laws and institutions free us from living in constant fear and danger of violent death. Much the same is true for poverty, famine, and a host of other scourges, which also declined thanks to the MIT. Thanks to what the MIT scientist Andrew McAfee calls the Four Horsemen: capitalism, technological progress, public awareness, and responsive governance. This—could there be a better example? The bums and junkies, the laws and institutions that used to keep the junkies out of your parks, where your kids ought to be playing, and the bike trails, and the and the sidewalks, and the businesses' doorways, and all. Kept us from living in constant fear and danger of violent death. It was not restrictive. It was freeing. Mm. The key is to strike the right balance. No, I don't think the Soviet Union was freeing because you know it. You had to dance to the tune the government played. Um, But we've just we've gone, especially in your blue states, way too far toward the now. It's chaos. How freeing is chaos? Well, according to Positive Sean and Game of Thrones, chaos is a ladder. That's right. On the other hand, you know, slashing somebody open with a sword is frowned upon these days, so
0: it doesn't so, uh, work quite the same way. I have thoughts on that, but I don't want to run out of time before I tell you about the new Burger King sandwich. <sighs> I Ent- do enjoy a good burger. Interesting idea. Burger King has got a new ad out with a burger and it's a time lapsed. You know how they do that thing like when you see a flower open up? Oh. Sure. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Everybody loves a good time lapse. Yeah. It's a time lapse of a burger over 24 hours, and it turns moldy. So you start with this delicious-looking cheeseburger, time lapse <sighs> over, over, over an hour, and everything turns all gross and moldy. I think I see their point. Their but... point is they've eliminated all the preservatives from their new burger so it can actually go bad. Which has been one of the critiques of fast food, in that like right. you can set the milkshake out in the sun and it doesn't melt. That's, That's weird. Serving. Sounds like progress to me. <laughs>
1: well, and who was the guy who who preserved a Happy Meal for like fifteen years or something oh, yeah, like and that? And ate it, and it looked exactly the same. That's terrifying.
0: Yeah. Um So they rolled out a Whopper with no artificial preservatives, colors, or flavors at more than 400 restaurants. Yeah, but the visual—the visual visual of the thing going bad—that's just not good. Yeah, this picture is pretty gross with all the the mold on it.
1: It made me want to vomit.
0: Yeah, it's a sickening. It didn't make me want to eat a burger. Well,
1: see, that's the thing. Now, if I have that image in my head and I glanced at it, literally, folks, She showed it to me and I recoiled from it. I've seen it for maybe a second of my life, and I may think of that when I go to the BK. Yeah, I get their, they
0: should have focus grouped that. So you think it'll have a net negative effect?
1: I mean, you have like three, four people in the focus
0: group vomit on the table there at the uh, meeting place. That's not good. It's kind of interesting that what they're touting is, look, this burger could go bad. That's why you should eat it now when it's fresh, and it's much better for you, and, and tastes better. Right. This is like an actual burger. It looks like if you made a burger at home and you left it sitting out on the counter all night long, you yeah. wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah, and be a little funky. Uh-huh. We'll see how that
1: works out. I might try one of those. Well, the only takeaway I from this is I really ought to make burgers on the grill. Mm
0: -hmm. Always good. There's nothing better, man. That's what you do for the debate tonight. Grill some burgers, debate on in the background, a little conversation about socialism. Here's a little pro tip for you, because my burgers have won awards. Oh, really? Season the meat. Season the meat.
1: What do you do to season the meat? There are a number of different products available. Pick your fave. They're in the spice uh, aisle of your local supermarket. Like what? Oh, I've got uh, one called Worcestershire pub burger. Really? That I really like. Sounds awesome. There are a couple of like steak rubs that in a burger just the, the meat explodes with flavor.
0: I like well, bland. I learned that uh, it makes a difference. I'm a bland <laughs> guy so I just have meat. Just just the hamburger. I like bland. But that's just my thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Bland that's, is my thing. That's weak. Sweet. Maybe
1: salt. Maybe salt. Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, variety is is. What is the variety for you then? Is a waste the, you of don't time. Like spice. So variety
0: is a waste of time. Not the That's spice the old of saying. life. Clearly.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, folks. For a hundred reasons, you want to go visit Jack. He's a fine fellow. But if you're going to eat, come to Joe's place. All right. Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. So apparently this Bernie not releasing his medical records is going to become a thing? I, I don't know. Do you care? I don't care. I don't know why I'm well, not worried about it. But I've I'm... always
1: thought it's semi-legit. You know a guy's not about to kick off because yeah, then you uh-huh. get the veep. Yeah. Uh, uh, the voters can ask for it. Yeah. If they don't get it, I'm not they can particularly... choose accordingly.
0: But anyway, uh, so it, his campaign spokesman just responded to that challenge on... CNN will have that for you in a second. So, Bloomberg and Trump are going at each other on Twitter again. Um, Trump tweeted out what Minnie Mike is doing is nothing less than a large scale illegal campaign contribution. He's spreading money all over the place uh, only to have recipients of his cash payments happily joining and supporting his campaign. Isn't this called a payoff? Trump went on to say Minnie is illegally buying the Democratic nomination. They're taking it away from Bernie <laughs> <Minnie>. again. <laughs> Mini Mike, major party nominations are not for sale. Good luck in the debate tomorrow night, and remember, no standing on boxes. Oh boy, <laughs> that's childish, you think? And then uh, Bloomberg responded, "Why do you want to run against Bernie so badly?" And then I think Trump respied, replied to that with uh, something. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd love to run against you. you oh punk. yeah, no, I'd rather. Uh, no, I'd rather run against you. Bloomberg tweeted back, "See you in November." and it goes back and forth. All right. But that'll get old. The two of you take it outside. We're trying to eat here. Couple of New York billionaires. Uh that'll get uh, that'll get tiring, I think. But um Bernie's Bernie's campaign manager said some things about Bloomberg's s- sexual history yesterday. Go, no. Um bringing up the 60-some sexual assaults he's been accused of, which would it, what? Was, it was sexual harassment. Not assaults. Jeez Louise, that's quite a miswording. So she was taking the task for that. And she's on CNN today responding to the whole demanding Bernie's medical records, which last night Bernie said he will not release his medical records.
1: And it's really telling, given that none of the same concern is being demonstrated for Michael Bloomberg, who's the same age as Bernie Sanders, who has suffered heart attacks in the past. And what we're seeing is a kind of um, smear campaign from And it's really...
2: And a smear campaign is where that
0: was supposed to end. It's yeah. a smear campaign that she compared to birtherism. So the demanding <laughs> the demanding of Obama's birth certificate. And you actually had a heart attack. So wanting to see your medical records is not the same as trying to prove Barack Obama's a US citizen. Mm. I don't see those are the same.
1: Well, hey, it's it's in the eye of the beholder. Trump
0: not releasing his taxes didn't bother me in the least. Um neither one bothered me. The taxes or the medical records. All, all right then. Fine. Uh but Bert, so uh, Bloomberg's campaign manager texted out yesterday the opposition research on Bernie Sanders could fill a building more or less. It is very damaging, perhaps even disqualifying. That's a heck of a thing to throw out there the day before a debate. Yes so I don't know maybe they'll stand there and play nice tonight like they often do in debates but God I think they're I think they're or we're heading toward maybe an epic we've never seen it before on a debate stage sort of mean clash mudslinging that would be exciting i think they probably have research that
1: shows that you don't want to come off as vicious on a debate stage because it ends up looking bad That
0: must be it Uh, because i can't believe these people are chickens Uh, a lot of them are soulless we left out bernie's national press secretary saying bloomberg's had multiple heart attacks
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is either true or not
0: i don't know I don't know that much about the Bernie bros that keep coming up and how mean they are on Twitter. I don't follow that world, but I guess they're pretty vicious. Uh, Yeah. And Biden's been talking about that. There's there's a number of different ways this could turn very ugly tonight. Well, a couple of
1: less than bottom-level Bernie staffers have been outed as encouraging and justifying violence if Bernie doesn't get the nomination. And I'm not saying that's the mainstream Bernie supporter, but whenever you're talking about a revolution and how anybody who's against you is a, a subhuman, not shouldn't be alive, you know, and just really demonizing your opponent, you're going to get the maniacs who want violence, the Antifa types. And there are a hell of a lot of those people who are for Bernie right now. So, yeah, the, the Bernie bros doesn't refer to your mainstream followers. It refers to some really brutal people who think any uh, means are justified by the ends.
0: Well, I'd say, hey, Bloomberg, if you've got oppo research that could fill a building on Bernie Sanders, I don't know why you wouldn't dump a little of it tonight. Sure dish, man. Two polls have come out in the last 12 hours. Bernie's got... Giant double digit leads over everybody he, yeah, is, he is the guy so right. I don't know what you're waiting for everybody if you're not going to get into it right we have
1: breaking baseball news breaking news actually this isn't breaking news
0: and we are the voice well,
1: it, of it broke it was breaking news
0: I assume this is about the Houston Astros and we are the yes. voice of Houston now well <laughs> we're, the, we're the conscience of the nation now that we're on the air
1: in Houston and the voice of Houston so, you know, those obviously a fair amount of interlap, overlap here, but, uh, Mike Bolsinger, who last pitched in 2017 for the Toronto Blue Jays, that's right, a Canadian team, filed <laughs> a lawsuit in LA Superior Court. He accused, um, the Houston Astros organization of unfair business practice. In wake of the team's cheating scandal, he also accused the team of negligence and intentional interference with contractual and economic relations. I don't see see how that isn't obviously completely true. It absolutely is. He last pitched in the majors against the Astros during that infamous year that the team concocted a scheme to steal signs from opposing teams and let them know fastball or off-speed pitch. In that August 4th game, he lasted a third of an inning, allowed four runs on four hits and a home run. He told USA that he remembers pondering whether the Astros, Astros knew what was coming. I don't know if I've had a worse outing in my professional career. He said, I remember saying, it's like they knew what I was throwing. They're laying off pitches they weren't laying off before. i faced them before. It's like they knew what was coming. That was the thought in my head. I felt like it didn't have a chance. He was demoted to the minors after that game and never found himself in the majors again.
0: Life-changing experience, right. and they cheated.
1: Yeah, According to a website that tracked which games had the most bangs on the trash can the team used, Bolzinger's game had 54 total bangs. So that's plenty of bangs. 54
0: times! And who did the bang now, on the sure trash can? I'm not sure if that's can.
1: just when he was in, but I think it was an assistant coach. Well, even throughout coach. the
0: whole game. So, uh, so uh, one of the coaches would bang on the trash can? Yeah. But fifty-four times in a game, then then the for the league to say, well, you can't blame the or the owners. You can't blame the players and uh, management has been punished. Oh, no, and want to put this behind it. Obviously, knew. if you're banging on a trash can that often, everybody in that how many people are in a dugout in a major league baseball game? How many people are down there? Forty people. Every single one of those humans would have to be aware it's going on. Otherwise, you'd say, hey, stop doing that. I'm trying to pay attention. Yeah, that's incredibly annoying. You banging on the trash can twice sometimes
1: and once sometimes. <laughs> (laughs) Cut it out. What are you doing?